This is the Restoring Eve podcast with Rachel Nichols. I am a woman's hormone specialist, business mentor, trauma-informed hypnotherapist, and transformational coach. I support women in the holistic restoration and embodiment of their feminine design, mind, body, and soul. This podcast is a portal to support you in the reclamation of the juicy life of overflow that you were created for. We will be diving deep into wellness, embodiment, femininity, soul-led business, and so much more. Let's begin. Hello, my love. Welcome to another episode of The Pod. I am recording today's podcast from We Care Spa, and those of you that have have been following me on Instagram know exactly what I'm talking about. This place is so gorgeous. So essentially where I am and what's happening in my life right now is We Care Spa, which is a luxury spa in Palm Springs, reached out to me to come do a couple presentations, a couple talks on hormone health to all the guests that are here. So I did a talk on balancing your hormones, really looking at the liver meridian and liver chi stagnation, which is essentially, it's the exact same thing as hormone imbalance. But if we look at it from an Eastern medical perspective, it would be called liver chi stagnation. So we had one talk about that. And then my second talk was about healing burnout through really connecting with your authentic code and your authentic design, um, as well as a lot of tactical physical tips as well to help you really stay in the situations that you're in without experiencing burnout. Because a lot of girlies that I talk to every single week are just like, you know, if I could just quit my job or, you know, get a break from my kids or whatever it is, then I would feel better in my body and then I wouldn't feel stressed. But instead, it's really, really shifting the paradigm and allowing for you to have the tools necessary to support you in the lifestyle that you have. So that was really amazing and expansive. And it's just been so special to be here in this beautiful, beautiful place in the desert. I'm loving all the little critters that are running around. I haven't been able to get that many photos or videos of them, but there's lots of little bunnies on the property and hummingbirds. And I feel like Snow White basically of the desert. It's been absolutely incredible and like such an opportunity and such a gift because I normally don't, I'm normally not like a spa girly. Like normally with my vacations, I go to the ocean. Um, and we care really did an amazing offer for me. So actually they've given me a stipend for massages and treatments and it's just been incredible. My whole trip has been paid for by them and I'm just so grateful, like I said, for the opportunity. It's also been really, really expansive to present face-to-face to people because as you guys know, my whole business is on social media and it's online. So it's just been really, really special to connect with people in person. So lots more to come on this front. Yeah, it was really incredible doing the presentations. I'm going to be heading home here shortly, but showing up today for you all for this amazing podcast. So today's going to be short and sweet and potent as we are going to be talking about your holiday survival guide (laughs) because we are already in the holiday somehow, you guys. I don't understand how this happens every single year. I feel like everyone always talks about, oh yeah, like I'm so ready for it to be winter. I'm so ready for it to be fall because Summer's just so crazy and I want things to slow down. And I don't even know what we pretend to be talking about because it really doesn't slow down. You basically go from like busy summer to like busy holiday season. 
And, you know, I have not, as an adult, always been the biggest fan of the holidays. I'm really trying to change that actively. So I'm sure you totally understand what I'm saying. I just feel like it's the busy season. Like it's busy with family and friends. And when, especially when it comes to family, there's sometimes a lot of expectations and triggers and things that come up emotionally. You're eating different foods at different events. You're feeling kind of weird, right? Also, I feel like a lot of times, depending upon what your business is, this is a really, really busy season. So I spent years working in medical sales, actually, and this was a really, really busy season for me and lots of my clients, no matter what they do, are having a really, really busy season. So I'm sending you so much love exactly where you're at right now. I just want you to remember that you're not alone at all, and I really hope that this podcast does serve you with some really, really tactical tips today. So I wrote out a little outline, being a little bit more organized today with the podcast. And if we look at the emotional side of the spleen meridian and what that does is our spleen meridian emotionally is responsible for allocating what is ours versus what is someone else's. So if you identify at all with being an empath, you are going to be like, oh, this is me. I work with a lot of empaths. (laughs) I work with a lot of girls who struggle with their digestion and a lot of projectors, and a lot of just sensitive body types as the girlies are. This is very, very common, especially for women to be an empath. But basically, I could argue very well that being an empath is really, really just having a weak spleen meridian. And also, I really feel like most people have a meridian that they always have to just kind of be aware of. So I'm not saying you always are going to struggle with spleen issues, spleen meridian issues, but I am saying that if you kind of identify what meridian you're struggling with the most, oftentimes related to our subconscious programming really from childhood, it's just something to really, really have a pulse on, figure out how to dance with it intimately. It doesn't have to be that's something that's very complicated. It can just be a really, really nice thing to learn about yourself, and that's something I definitely teach my one-to-one clients um, because it is something that requires a lot of like hands-on diving into to be able to identify within someone what is affected the most during holiday season. So lots of girlies come to me around the holidays and they're just like, yeah, I'm really struggling with my digestion because you know, I'm eating all these foods I normally don't eat and I don't know what my family members are putting in their food and it's giving me anxiety. And I am holding space for that experience because I get it. But also, and more so, I would also say that the thing that we're kind of not mentioning and also not realizing is so connected is that when we are around, especially family members, but when we're really in the holiday season, there's so many expectations of how we need to be behaving. A lot of the times we struggle with our boundaries because again, we're around family, all these subconscious programming things that are in our body, in our mind are coming out at the forefront because of our environments that we're in that likely we're not in the rest of the year, at least for the average girly, I would say. So this is why the spleen is so important and what we're going to be chatting about today. So first thing, I really want to dive into the physical first because this is oftentimes, first of all, oftentimes what we talk about more commonly than the emotional energetic, but also the easiest place to get started, right? It's going to be a lot easier to make some simple like nutrition shifts than it's going to be to do the emotional work, (laughs) which we're going to be talking about both today. If you do one or the other or all of the above, the more you can do, the better. And the more you can do, the more transformation you're going to experience, not only physically, but emotionally as well. 
So first things first, really, really making sure your digestive fire is lit. So if you have not heard about digestive fire, which I'm sure you have, if you're listening to this podcast, you are probably already a wellness girl. However, your digestive fire is basically the the fire in which like your food is digested. So if you struggle with digesting your food, you probably don't have the biggest digestive fire. It's probably just like a little tiny match under there. So we want to build your digestive fire to be more robust so that no matter what you're eating, you are digesting it like a freaking champ and you're not having any bloating. That's the goal. So some tips for today for you to really, really start implementing as soon as possible is warm foods. If you've worked with me at all, you already know this because just this simple shift makes huge transformation for all of my clients and myself included. I remember when I first went to a Chinese medicine doctor years ago and she was like, okay, I just want you to switch to warm foods for just three months. And I did that because I was like, okay, I'll be devoted for three months, but I'm going back because I love my smoothies and my raw salads and all these things. And you guys, I have not gone back at all. I still do warming foods, warming beverages, basically only. I really, really don't mess around with smoothies or like really, really cold foods often, um, only on special occasions. Definitely, definitely like a 90-10 kind of situation because I am definitely an empathetic person. And also it really messes with my digestion now. So if we think about your stomach as a pot on the stove and you know there's a little flame underneath the pot and you're going to boil something, you're going to break something down. So there's a little flame. There's your pot. Your pot is a stomach. If you go in there and you pour like ice water with ice cubes on the pan, first of all, you're going to probably damage the pan because the pan is already heated up, right? But you're also going to take twice as much time to boil that water to like break it down than if the water that you poured in the pan was warm or hot. Okay. So in this analogy, your stomach is the pan and whatever you're digesting is the liquid, right? So if your stomach, which is an internal organ, you guys all know this. Logically, this makes sense. I just think we're not talking about it enough. Your stomach is an internal organ, right? It's warm. If you pour a smoothie down there, the first thing your stomach has to do after it just absolutely is grimacing from the cold is you have to warm up the smoothie, even to think about digesting it. Your stomach has to warm it up to the same temperature as your stomach, which is going to take energy, you guys. So if you don't have that much energy in your stomach already, it's probably not even going to digest that smoothie. You're probably just going to get super bloated and be really, really confused and also probably have wasted some really expensive ingredients that aren't even getting assimilated through your body. So that's really, really what is happening, especially with more drastic foods such as smoothies, but I would also say iced water, iced lattes, iced anything, and raw foods as well. So especially raw vegetables can be really hard for your stomach to break down because of the cellulose that's in them. So opting for like sauteed greens, you can still have like a green salad. It's just you would want to like saute it with some butter. So some really great greens to saute that I cook up often is Swiss chard, arugula, beet greens, dandelion greens, spinach, um, just add a little bit of ghee or butter, um, saute them. Maybe a few little black sesame seeds are really good for yin in the body. Can be a really quick, easy meal. Well, side of a meal. Probably don't want to have that as a meal. So opting for warm rather than cold is going to make a huge difference on your digestion as well as increasing that digestive fire because it doesn't get blown out, right? 
Second thing here is making sure you're chewing your food. And I know this sounds so elementary, but most of us are just like hustling through our days and are in such high cortisol that we are literally inhaling our food like a vacuum. So chew your freaking food. There's this thing that happens when we chew. It's called peristalsis. So you're chewing your food. If you chew your food extra, and especially at bonus points, if you think about what you're eating, like the flavors, your stomach is actually going to be responding to your chewing in releasing the exact enzymes that you need to break down your food naturally. So our body's really, really intuitive and incredible. And oftentimes we're just not implementing the things that we actually have within ourselves. We are instead outsourcing. Like we see people buying digestive enzymes instead of just chewing their food, which is so nutty, you guys, when you think about it. Because like I said, you have everything within yourself to break down your food. And also sidebar here, you guys, I really do not recommend digestive enzymes at all because what it does is your body starts to recognize that you are going to be feeding it digestive enzymes. So it doesn't really even try to digest your food. It becomes very, very dependent on the digestive enzymes. So instead, if you want to do something to act, like bolster your digestion, I would recommend digestive bitters before your meal. I know there's a company like Moonshine Bitters, I think is what it's called. And then Organic Olivia has a really great bitter as well. Just spraying those in your mouth before you eat your food. Yes, it does not taste good. I just want to prepare you guys. It's not like a fun little thing. It like is so bitter. But that bitterness is what helps you produce digestive enzymes in your stomach naturally to not create a dependency. And then you can eat your food. Also, another little pro tip for meals that are especially more difficult to break down is a little shot of apple cider vinegar in your water before a meal does make a huge difference. So as you go into the holiday season, these might be two things that you can implement before going to that like holiday party or before going to that family gathering to ensure that your digestion is not impacted. Along the same vibe is making sure that you're taking deep breaths before you eat your food. So essentially the thought here is really shifting from your stress state to rest and digest so that you can actually digest your food. So if you are really stressed and then you go and you eat your meal without creating any separation between the stress and you eating your food, the likelihood of you breaking down your food is like nothing because all that energy that could be going to digestion is actually going to the thing that you're stressed about. And biologically, if your body thinks, if your body perceives that it's running from a wild animal, it's not going to be able to digest your food because why would your body allocate any energy to breaking down your food when it thinks it's unsafe? And when you are looking at all the emails you have or your to-do list or you're thinking about you know, that event that's really stressing you out, that stress perceived by your body might as well be a wild animal. Do you understand kind of the difference here? Okay, so that's going to make a huge difference. Just when you sit down to eat, taking maybe three or four deep breaths into your belly, out through your mouth, really, really resetting and grounding yourself before consuming your food. Again, I mean, you guys, food is expensive, right? Especially right now. Like we want to make sure that we're digesting it and no one wants to be bloated, especially around the holidays when we have so many obligations and events that we're all going to. And then I want to close out this physical section with a little tip. This is a pro tip, you guys. Yellow and orange vegetables are crazy healing for the gut lining. So if you are an empath, if you struggle with digestion, if you struggle with bloating, 
this is your medicine. I want you guys to lean into yellow and orange vegetables. So we're talking spaghetti squash, butternut squash, pumpkin. All the girly fall vibes are going to be really, really healing for your gut lining. Okay, as we step into some emotional tips today, first thing is boundaries. I know you guys know that I love to talk about boundaries and believe it or not, I used to suck at boundaries. I used to feel so bad for creating even the smallest boundary and now I am very, very comfortable with boundaries. So wherever you're at in this journey, just give yourself a lot of grace and give yourself a big hug because a lot of our programming, especially with boundaries, was created in our family of origin and because of that it can take some time to sort of unravel that and also even be able to get a pulse on what you're needing oftentimes that can be one of the hardest parts is tapping into okay what would feel good for me or what do i need i still struggle with that sometimes of maybe knowing that i don't want to do something but then being like okay it doesn't have to be yes or no it can actually be a compromise that feels even better for me because i'm sure you guys can relate to this especially with certain events for a while i spent time just being like oh yeah i'm just like not going to go because that doesn't feel good for me but instead being able to tap into okay what are my actual needs and desires and how can i find a compromise here can be something that's really helpful as we move into the holiday season but a little trick that i want to teach you guys that i was actually talking to the girlies here at the spa about a couple days ago was checking in with how you're feeling after spending time with certain people and after doing certain activities because this is going to really really give you a good picture on what you're needing as well so if you spend time with someone a family member a friend whatever and you go home from spending time with that person and you feel so exhausted likely you're giving more than receiving so the exchange is off. If you are coming home from work every single day feeling so tired, be a few things. But I would say another factor to consider with work is, you know, am I asking for enough compensation in exchange for my time or energy, depending upon what your job is, right? But really, really having a check-in with your relationships is going to be really helpful. And also, again, you guys, I don't want to just say, oh, okay, just like, cut these people out of your life. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying find that compromise that we talked about. You know, think about, okay, what can this relationship look like instead? Maybe it's healthier for me to hang out with this person in group settings only. Maybe it's healthier for me to only see this person once every six months. Maybe it's healthier for me to have a relationship with this person only on the phone. You know, you get to really determine what that is for you and what you're needing and what the relationship is actually like what parts of it are damaging, what parts are not, what parts are actually really uplifting and kind of orient the relationship around that. And we get to really do that with all facets of our life. It's just really easy to forget about that. And it's also really easy to feel extreme and just be like, okay, well, I just can't see that person anymore. But like I said, there's always a compromise. And also finding the compromise requires for you to get to know yourself deeper and get a better understanding of what you're actually desiring, which just builds the relationship with your intuition and with yourself. So the next little pointer here, especially as we move into Christmas time, is remembering what you used to enjoy about the season. This is something I'm really trying to embrace this year. I spent basically the last 10 years, you guys, not decorating, like at all, not even a little bit. And I'm really trying to, well, first of all, I'm going to decorate my apartment for Christmas this year. 
and I'm going to make it fun. Try music. It's going to be a whole thing. Trying to wear more winter dresses is another thing for me personally that is going to help tap into the Christmas season and make it be fun because I just feel like the last really long time, honestly, in the winter, I'm just get kind of down because I'm just like, ugh, like this is just, I'm not really into this. Like I'm not a huge winter person. The clothes aren't very cute. Like I don't get to wear dresses. I love wearing dresses. It's too cold outside. Basically Christmas gets here and I'm like, what the heck? Like I don't feel Christmassy. So trying to tap into the Christmas spirit is not something that's supernatural for me, but I'm leaning into it big time this year and I'm already really loving it. I got some fun Christmas decorations that I'm going to be putting up when I get home. And I've been really committed to wearing dresses every single, well, at least like three times a week because it really affects my mood. And I know that sounds really silly, but maybe it's something different for you. You know, maybe it's like a certain Christmassy beverage that you can make at home that you're committed to making every day that just brings you a lot of joy or like Christmas candles or you know, whatever it is, Christmas music. Like I, I personally am not a Christmas music person. I probably listen to it like twice a year and that's good with me. So figuring out what your things are that are going to bring you into the Christmas spirit so that this time doesn't have to only be difficult (laughs) because I feel like a lot of adults, it just feels difficult, especially if you don't have children yet. So I think having kiddos, helps everything and just like makes it so much more fun again because you get to see like them dazzle and you do things for them. So this is especially advice for the girly who does not have her kiddos yet is lean into Christmas time, make it fun, go to fun events with your girlfriends, um, with your partner, whatever that looks like. Really stepping into the fun aspects as well because then it's not just going to feel like, oh my gosh, we're stepping into the busy season of work and we're stepping into this like weird time with family. So make it fun, dance with it, enjoy, do what makes you happy, really remembering what you enjoyed as a child and embracing that in your current day. And the last tip here, you guys, is creating space for self-nurturance. I know that we talked about this on a podcast earlier about creating feminine spaciousness, but really just making sure that you're creating time on your calendar to fill your cup up, especially when it is such a busy season and there are a lot of obligations. So I really like to do my calendar every Sunday. So as I step into the new week, I I check out everything. I like look at my client calls, my group calls, my presentations, like all the things that are already scheduled, appointments, things like that. And then within that space, I think about what I would need to feel really good in my body. So looking at my calendar, you know, if I have a really, really busy day on the calendar, that I'll make sure that that afternoon I block off time to take a bath and I make sure that the day before, two days before I go to the grocery store so that I have a nice nourishing meal ready for me when I'm done with my busy day. Like looking at your calendar and making sure that you're scheduling time for yourself. Also making sure you have your period on your calendar so that you can make sure in your late luteal and into your period that you're not committing to too much. That can really help in advance as we move into the holidays as well. Just give yourself every opportunity to succeed and for your body to feel good. So I know I gave you that little tip a second ago, but just asking yourself every day, every time that you're looking at your calendar, looking at what's ahead, instead of being like so in your masculine and being like, okay, what do I need to accomplish for like this to happen? Yeah, maybe like you have to think about that a little bit, but also I want you to think with the exact same level of importance and devotion. I want you to think what would feel really good in my body for me. 
Or, oh my gosh, I had that busy day on Friday. Like, what could I do for myself that would feel really nourishing to support me in that? So really, really embracing our feminine side as well so that we feel good and that when we go to certain activities, events, not only are we going to them in a way that is aligned with boundaries that make us feel really, really safe in our body, we're also facilitating ourselves in a body that feels nourished and robust and at peace within itself. So make sure that you're creating space for self-nurturance during the holidays. Okay. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Lots of very tactical tips that hopefully take you through this holiday season with a lot of ease and grace. I also want to remind you guys, my prices are increasing January 1st for all of my high level offerings, including my private coaching, business coaching, and my signature experience at Vitality. So if you're on the fence, if you've been like, okay, I want to do that, but I'm going to wait till XYZ. Nope. This is the time to join. Definitely want you guys to get in the door before the price increases, especially if you're ready now emotionally. And if you have the time to show up for these containers, letting yourself be supported during the holiday season is going to make all the difference in your physical and emotional health. So my group chat for vitality right now, you guys is literally popping off daily with group coaching on implementing boundaries, embracing and healing feminine energy, and so many goodies. So if you are desiring more support, this is the place for you to be truly held as you go through massive mind, body, and soul healing. And my last update for you guys, I did mention this on my last podcast, but if you did not listen to it, I want to let you know that the Muse membership now includes access to all of my courses. You guys, this is honestly insane. It's over $2,000 in savings and it's the perfect place for you. If you are a self-motivated girly wanting to get immersed in my world and have access to massive transformation and receive monthly live support. So if you have any questions about working with me, about any of these offerings, go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram at restoring.eve. We will get back to you with any questions that you have Or if you're just wondering what the best fit for you would be, I'd be happy to get back to you on that as well. So I'm going to put the link below to join my membership. And I'm looking forward to hearing from all of you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I'll see you guys next. If today's episode served you, please share it on social media and leave a review. I would love to hear from you on Instagram at restoring.eve or head to my website, restoringeve.com to connect and apply to work with me. Until next time, I'm Rachel Nichols, and this is Restoring Eve.